Hey gang. Hello. My name is Madeline. I'm Olivia. And this is another episode of the world famous Another Picture Show podcast. Yes, um, we're taking the world by storm. Yeah, so <laughs> if you're not with it, get with the program. We will be your benevolent overlords before you know it. So this Basically. is another bonus episode. We're not yes. doing any particular film review this week, but we have a very special guest with us this week, my sister, Katie. Hello! Katie! I gotta do it as, like, um, Madeline's impression of Edward. It's like, hello. <laughs> hello. Hello. <laughs> I am Katie. I am a human just like you. <laughs> yeah, so uh, this week we are going to be doing a movie musical draft. I would say that all three of us are big fans of musicals in general. Big fans. And so I know Katie and I grew up on musicals uh, pretty exclusively. I feel like I didn't listen to real music until middle school. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like most of my, my iPod shuffle was like just musicals. Yeah. I would, I would say the same. And we met Madeline through like, theater and the choir <laughs> in high school so no I was gonna say like yeah we met during a stage production it wasn't a musical it was just an, like a regular play but I guess I was I wasn't raised like as intensely on musicals I guess as you guys were yeah <laughs> um but I like I did a lot of like musical theater like voice training I didn't do a lot of like actual like theater I did a lot of like vocal training so a lot of my vocal training involved doing songs from musicals like that's more how I got into musicals and like how I liked how I got into like liking certain musicals yeah but yeah Disney Channel like high school musical that was pretty much like the main musical in my life as a child (laughs) I also saw um it was Rent and Cats my parent or my mom had rented like from when we first moved back to the U.S. like right before we met my mom had rented from the library like the stage like recordings of Cat and Rend. I fucking loved both of them. I was like I'm all about this shit. So that is my like background in, in enjoying musicals and I've expanded that enjoyment Ever since, I guess. I don't know. Okay, so just to um, clarify, you just cursed. Um, Am I I allowed to curse on this podcast? Yes, you can say whatever you want on this podcast. Okay, great. Because one time uh, (laughs) I was on my boyfriend's, well, at the time he was not my boyfriend, but he loved me. He had secret feelings for me. I went on his radio show in college and I wasn't allowed to curse, but I was so nervous about being recorded that I couldn't stop cursing. And mm. Halfway through <laughs> the interview, he kicked me off the show. So <laughs> just want to make sure that's not going to happen again. Oh, yeah. We might Go kick you it. out halfway through just because, um, but yeah. not because you're cursing. <laughs> I guess the gist of this draft, I have all of our names written down in a bowl. We are each in here five times. We're going to try and build teams of five. To clarify, when we say movie musicals, in my mind, I'm excluding all like animated Disney films because that's just kind of like a cop out. It's just too Mm -hmm. easy to like pull from. If you want to use the live action remakes, by all means, go for it. But uh, oh, there goes my entire draft. Um, <laughs> it started with Tarzan, and then like the next five were Tarzan, and then yeah, um, it's ruined now. And also, when I say movie musicals, I don't mean stage recordings. So like the stage recording of Rent and the stage recording of Cats, unfortunately, do not count. So you have to use the film production of Rent or the film production of Cats. Damn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that puts a damper on some things. I'm going to hang up because I'm ruined now. So I folded up each of our names like four or five times so that I can't see the names. Um, but as I pull them out, you can make your first pick and we'll go from there. If I pull out Katie's name five times in a row, then Katie gets to fill up her whole team with all the best musicals right at once. And then Madeline and I will have to struggle to grapple (laughs) for the rest (laughs) 
You're lucky this is all via Zoom or else I'd be like physically restraining you from selecting <laughs> one of my favorite musicals. Yeah, so when you uh, give, your, give your pick, just kind of give us a, a short little uh, story or reason as to why you're choosing that and we'll go from there. Um, so with that, are you guys ready? I'm ready. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Let's just do it. <laughs> Katie's like, I'm backing out. Last minute. <laughs> All right. So our first pick, first person to pick. It's me. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like really banking on it. I mean, we were all probably banking on it being ourselves, but I was like, oh, I'm totally going to fucking get first. Wow, this sucks. So I'm going to pick Chicago. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> okay, just can't, I can live with that for now. You've done this to me. So Chicago is my number one pick. I think it's probably one of the best film, like movie musicals of all time. It's obviously changed the game when it came out. Because I think before Chicago, there was a really long like lull in success of movie musicals. Like before that, it was like the last one that was successful was like the 60s, pretty much. Um, besides like Greece, but Greece wasn't, you know, critically acclaimed or anything like that. Um, <laughs> when was Chicago like filmed? Like the it was movie made in 2001. When I wrote it down. Oh, I didn't write it down. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. He was like, I'm coming in with all the facts, never mind. Like, <laughs> Just kidding. Meow. I wrote down some of the, some of the times, but I guess I think it was one. 2001 um, that it came out. Um, yeah, I mean, the music is top tier. It's about women in prison, which is just an interesting premise on its own. Um, I just want to make out with all the cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone on the cast, I'll just... Except for maybe like John C. Riley. Nope, he's included. Oh, okay. A great musical number. Oh, <laughs> he, pull, he really pain. pulls on your heartstrings. You just want to give him a big hug the whole time. Yeah, a hug, but not like lip to lip. You know what I mean? You know, not, I mean, I, I do it. So <laughs> this is full of hot takes today. I'm, do you have I'm anything sure to say about Chicago? Um, I like. I mean, I I did. I have seen Chicago, and I really like the the music. It's not one that I was, like, obsessed with, though. Oh, really? I, I just, I have, like, a lot more personal connections with other movie musicals, musicals in general. Um, but, of course, like, the iconic, you know, Cell Block Tango. And, like, I love the song Mr. Cellophane. I sing it a lot to annoy, you know, my, everyone I know. It's, like, it is a very good musical, though. Like, I, I am not surprised that it is somebody's number one. I don't condone murder, but they make it look really good. <laughs> yeah. All right. So next person or next, cross that off next my list. pick. This is dumb. Katie. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go with Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, yeah. that's good a good one. one. It it is I don't even one. have that like on my list at all. I totally forgot wow. about Little Shop of Horrors. Not a true fan. Um, it just, it's such, it's such a cute musical. It mixes horror like kind of I don't know like it's it's a murder alien plant mystery thing like sci-fi it's very campy yeah yeah um it's funny the music's a bop uh Steve Martin Mm. as the the dentist the dentist that's a good one it's good good first choice thank you all right next I don't get picked I'm gonna be very sad (laughs) Katie again. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, well, then I gotta go with the ultimate classic fan of the opera. Ugh, I hate you. I hate uh, you so much. What a beautiful work of art. And <laughs> um, I can and will perform it all by myself. <laughs> um, I know every single word. Uh, I've watched the movie a thousand times. Like, when we said that Olivia and I were raised on musicals, specifically we're referring to The Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, it's not a children's movie. No. But I, <laughs> I remember <laughs> watching it so many times. And like, when you're growing up and your parents are like, oh, go play in the yard, like go outside, whatever. We would go outside and play Phantom <laughs> of the Opera. 
<laughs> we did. Julia was, our little sister was the phantom most of the time. That tracks. She was always the bad guy. Uh, just... we, we would go on road trips and just belt this musical at the top of our lungs, no matter Sing what. Sing for me! Yeah, the strongest storyline? Absolutely not. But all the, all the costumes are beautiful. Gerard Butler's beautiful. Mm. He was um, a, that, that, Gerard Butler specifically in this movie was like, definitely part of my sexual awakening as a child. <laughs> <laughs> we are, y'all are really coming out of left field with some takes on these musicals. I'm learning a lot and I'm not sure if we're all going to be friends at the end of this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Gerard <laughs> Butler was your sexual awakening, <laughs> specifically as like a half burnt, like, <laughs> psychopath. Is that what's on his face? I thought it was a, I wasn't Just sure. a deformity. I thought it was, I thought he was in a fire or something like that, and that's what happened. No, he was born deformed. Oh. I don't know. It doesn't really matter, because his voice is beautiful. (laughs) I'm not saying it's not. I just think this is very, very wild. Um, Do you not like like Phantom of the Opera? Oh, no, I don't, I don't, I don't dislike Phantom of the Opera. I think I like it more now that, like, as an adult, I realize that, um, uh, Patrick Wilson yeah, plays yeah. Um, the love interest, like Raul, is that his name? Raul. 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 Um, I don't know, because like, I saw this like meme or something where you just see, it's like many shots of Patrick Wilson in like all these famous movies, and somebody was like, he really is like one of like the like most, the actor with like the greatest range, and yet he refuses to be famous or something <laughs> like that. And I was like, I really, I really love that about Patrick Wilson. Yeah, um, I, so I get his name all the time, but I'm like, that's yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you see him in a movie, and you're like, that's I know him, that's, and then you never guy. remember his name. That one guy, he can catch um, a ghost because that's that's what I know him as. <sighs> Classic Raoul. No, I like Phantom of the Opera again. Like, not I saw that when I was younger, but I wasn't like, hot damn, this is like, this is my jam. It was not. It was. I mean, I I didn't hate it, but I was like, hmm that's cool. They, you know, the whole place burned down. Neat. I like it more as an adult than I did as a kid. I'll put it that way. Which is fair. It's not a children's movie. We, I think this shows a lot about uh, us <laughs> more than you. So like I said, I'm learning a lot today. We've been friends for like 10 years and <laughs> this is bringing it all in, I guess. All right. Next. Madeline. Ah, oh, thank God, finally. Finally. Okay. <laughs> so I was really worried y'all were going to steal this because I warned Olivia when we were talking about planning this. I was like, I will physically assault both of you oh. if you steal my number one, which is uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. <sighs> yeah. Good. Snaps. Snaps I love Rocky Horror with every fiber of my musical being. I loved him, Curry. I <laughs> can't get enough of him, but... He's like I the perfect just, man. He is the he, he, is, <laughs> he is the ideal man. Um, Whether you like it or not. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to say. If you don't agree, is... you're wrong. There's, <laughs> there's no other way to, to work that one out. Um, but when I was in college, for a hot minute, I did um, one of the Rocky Horror Shadow Casts, which is like, if for those of you who don't know, it's like when they, you're in a theater like after hours, it usually starts like at 11 o'clock Ooh. or midnight. And they, like, project a movie onto the screen, and then they have actors, like, people dressed up in the costume, like, act it out while, like, in time with the movie. But they always throw in, like, fun stuff, like, like live effects. So if it's, like, raining, they're, like, take little squirt bottles and, like, squirt you with water. If there's, like, you get props, you can buy popcorn to, like, throw at the cast. Like, it's really fun. And I really, really enjoy the experience. I really love Rocky Horror. It's always had, like, a special place in my heart. All my friends, like... And I've watched Rocky Horror together. It's like a good time. And Meatloaf. It always. Yeah, and Meatloaf. And Meatloaf. I, yeah. So (laughs) weird. It's funny that you're like, oh, Gerard Butler, Sexual Awakening. Like, no. 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 (laughs) You're judging us for Gerard Butler? Yes. Uh, (laughs) No, I think it's just like, I loved the song so much. Like, I loved Hot Patootie. Oh, like that's my least favorite. Yeah, that's the least. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I love Hot Patootie. It's not I my favorite, but I love Hot Patootie. I just loved Hot Patootie. I think it's such a fun song, like to do during the shadow cast. 
Oh, okay. um, that so that's sense. why I was like so into Meatloaf, like when, especially when I was doing the shadow casting. I was like, oh, I fucking love this song. I love Meatloaf. I love his voice. Like I was like all about Meatloaf. Like I don't know if I was like sexually attracted to Meatloaf. You've already said it. <laughs> You've already, already admitted that, that he was your was sexual like, awakening. Well, no, it wasn't part. Of, I was like 19 when I did this. I did not have my my sexual awakening like at age 19. I was a little younger than that, but oh. definitely was like a moment where I was like, do I? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> but do I? <laughs> so that is why my number one is Rocky Horror Picture Show. That was cool. So. Classic. I'm very I, if, if I had been picked, that would have been my second pick. So you're lucky. You're lucky. Yeah, I am. I wow. It's like Olivia hates us. Doesn't want us to be happy. <laughs> All right. So. Katie. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna have hers like booked, and then it's gonna be Olivia and I just like duking it out. Third, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm gonna go with Hedvig and the Angry Inch. Ooh, that was on my list. Damn. I I like the like punkiness to it. Um, I like Hedvig as a protagonist. Like, she's just like a really cool person, but then she like she's edgy and punk and like angry, but her story just like I don't know. It's very emotional, and it's, it's really good at, like, hmm. I don't know. I just really enjoy um, the movie, and I would love to see it on stage, but that's not what this podcast is about, so. Full disclosure, I've never seen Hedwig. You got to. It's good. <clears throat> I yeah. saw it once a long time ago. Yeah. And I remember liking it. Like, I haven't seen it in probably, like, at least five or six years. Yeah, I, like, I remember liking it a lot, so I put it on my list. It was actually, to be honest, my number five, so I was, like, because I was, like, I'm but yeah I do I do agree I think it's like a very like powerful show yeah but I I've never seen the stage production so and all the glitter and the, the boots costumes, her yeah the boots her wig oh perfect all right <laughs> next <clears throat> Next pick will be the sound of music. Mm. I forgot about the sound of music. I have like I won't share my list. It's very <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> because I forgot about all these other musicals. Yeah, I I, I rewatched it recently and it, it holds up. It's very good. Yeah, Julie Andrews is just perfect in every way. I adore her. I adore her voice. I think Sound of Music is very, it's a very sweet story. Yeah, so uh, Sound of Music is my next pick. That's, yeah. What do you guys think? That is another musical I saw as a child. I think that's probably one of the first ones that I like remember watching when I was a kid. But it's like, what, four hours or something like that? It's a hefty. Yeah, it's a, it's a long boy. It's really uh, long. It's I a journey. A, a Sound of Music strip along? um where kind of like what you were saying with the shadow casting like the movie was going on in the background but there were burlesque dancers um on stage like dancing to the songs it was awesome it was so fantastic but we had to leave during intermission because they were playing the entire movie and it's like a four-hour movie (laughs) so we sat there for two hours loved it and then I'm an old person so I had to go to bed so I had to leave (laughs) I if I were to choose a musical to do a strip along to i don't think sound of music would be the oh first to so come good with the nuns and everything <laughs> oh <laughs> really that's fantastic and like just like in rocky horror like the audience would call out and like shout things and stuff like that so anytime um oh what is his name the little nazi boy anyways rolf the nazi boy in sound of music whenever he would come on screen the audience would boo and I Did was with seen the sound of music before, so she didn't know he was a Nazi in the mm. half. And uh, oh, she was like, "I don't understand. I like him." And I'm like, "No, <laughs> we don't like him. We don't like him. He's a Nazi." Yeah, yeah. All right, he's a rat too. Anyway, no, he's the worst. Next, Katie. <laughs> oh my god! I think this is your last one, dude. No, it's she's. This is number four. I think. Oh, okay, okay. I'm losing track because Katie's gone so many times. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go with 
another childhood classic, My Fair Lady. I have never seen Hepburn My Fair Lady. In like a classic rags to riches story. Mm. Um, we love an English romance. The costume is beautiful. Yeah, it's like a really simple, again, not like a, wow, that was so original, but um, it's, I don't know, it's just a really pretty film. And I grew up watching it and I love all the songs. So yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen, but <laughs> in high aristocratic England. <laughs> the original uh, <laughs> Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. Which for some reason I did not put that on my list. And at this point, I hate all my decisions. Guess what I'm adding? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Next. Madeline. Yes. 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 Okay. This movie I actually saw recently. I saw it like last year. And it's like kind of, I'm, I'm going to say it. It's Cabaret. Okay. Like Christina, um, Aguilera, Cher. Um, you mean burlesque? Oh, burlesque? Oh, shoot. Yeah, burlesque. Sorry. I was like, I was cabaret, cabaret and that's burlesque. That's very different. Very different. I have, it's funny. I have burlesque on my list, but I got them confused. So I have burlesque and cabaret. So I have both, but I'm going to go with burlesque because I already said. Interesting. <laughs> um, <laughs> both are taken. Um, so yeah, so burlesque. Sorry, my bad. I'm, I'm I've so never stupid. seen burlesque. What? Like, is it like cabaret or is it its own? Well, platform? it's about a cabaret show or like a burlesque show. It's like a cabaret burlesque show kind of like hybrid, I guess, because okay. it starts, um, Christina Aguilera like leaves a small town in like the Midwest somewhere. You'd, I don't really know where it is. She goes to Los Angeles. She finds a burlesque club and she like basically begs to work there, gets like hired and then she, like, is kind of part of this, like, revolution to, like, save the club because it's going out of business because, like, I guess burlesque shows are not that popular anymore, which I'm, like, that's a disappointing fact that burlesque shows are not very popular these days. But I would be, if I was, you know, if I was there, I'd be, like, you know, the number one patron. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be, like, leave, please. Like, you're making everyone <laughs> uncomfortable. And I'm, like, more feathers. Um, <laughs> Cher would personally see you out. Yeah. So Cher is the club owner. She owns the club. Um, and that's how she plays. And like, I don't know this, like, of course, Christina Aguilera has a beautiful voice. Um, it's just like, it's like one of those cute, like feel good in a weird way, like feel good movies. Like they're like trying to save like the burlesque club. And, um, what's, what the heck is her name? She plays, like she voices Anna in Frozen. Um, Kristen Stewart? Or not Kristen Stewart. <laughs> Not Christmas. <laughs> Twilight reference. We got it in there. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. I know James from Twilight is in Burlesque. He's the oh, yes, yes. He is. I um, wasn't far off. He's uh, the love interest. Yes. Kristen Bell. That's what I was talking about. Yes, Kristen. <laughs> she's in, and she's like the antagonist. So right. really, mm-hmm. she's in it as like one of the dancers who like is like always on like drugs and alcohol. So like Cher like gives oh. her the boot, and then she like does some crazy shit to like endanger the club or whatever so I'm it's invested good in this i gotta watch it it's good i mean it's not like a like it's not like a strong musical where it's like every other like scene is a song but like they're Cher sings in it christina sings in it i think kristen bell sings in it i don't remember but people sing so i call it a musical <laughs> <laughs> all right next me okay um, I'm going to choose Moulin Rouge. Oh. <laughs> Take that, Madeline. Oh. No. Audience can't see Madeline's face, but she is not well. <laughs> Don't do it. She's been Take crushed. it back. <laughs> no, I will not. Um, yeah, it's a... Uh, no. It was, it was, it was kind of the first step in the revival of the movie musical, like before Chicago. Um, it kind of, oh, I think it came up before Chicago. I'm not remembering my history correctly, but it was like the first one to kind of be like, oh, remember the movie musical and how it could be like really good. Um, that's what this one is. And it's, you know, very different stylistically than most um, up until that point. 
Um, there's a lot of covers. It's very flashy. It's very campy. It's very um, dramatic. I mean, movie musicals could be dramatic, but it came out in 2001, though. I will throw that out there, that little nugget. So <laughs> around the, it was like right before Chicago. Yeah, yeah Moulin Rouge came out, and Chicago was like, we can do it better. And that was like, as a child, like a like a classic sleepover movie mm. we would watch was Moulin Rouge. I think I've seen it probably like fifteen times. Like I know the one song makes Katie cry like every single time. Every single time I was watching figure skaters um, <laughs> <laughs> skate to it. Like, it started out, I think they were doing, like, a Moulin Rouge, like, compilation or whatever. Like, it was a bunch mm-hmm. of mashup or whatever it's called. So, they were starting with, like, all the other songs, and then it ended with that one. And I was like, oh, my God. What is my problem? <laughs> like, you're, like, come what, up here. come what may for clarification. Yeah. yeah, come what may. Such a good song. If you're not listening to it right now, pause this. Go listen to it. Have a good cry. Come back. Because it's worth it. Yeah, the, the um, elephant medley just... Yeah, that's a good one. I the think that banger. one's my favorite. Ewan McGregor's just so adorable in Love that him. movie. Um, yeah, so I snagged that is my number three. Next. It's fine. it's fine. Madeline. Yay! Okay, this is gonna be... <laughs> Y'all are gonna make fun of me a little bit. Um, Mamma Mia is... No! Oh, gross. <laughs> bad. <laughs> okay, first of all, you're not wrong. Like, I'm not saying it's I'm not saying it's good, um, but there are multiple reasons that I've selected Mamma Mia as my number three. One, I was raised listening to ABBA, yeah. um, so I love ABBA. I've never seen the stage production of Mamma Mia. I've only seen the movie. That makes it worse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying they do the songs justice. I'm not claiming that at all. I just love the story. And I, like, the story has a lot of potential, of course, like, Mm. Pierce Brosnan looks like he's about to, like, blow a gasket. (laughs) Like, when he was singing S.O.S., I was, like, as a child, I was probably, like, I think it came out when I was, like, 12 or something like that. I was watching, I was like, is he gonna die? Like, (laughs) like, is he okay? Because he's, like, his face is red, like, veins are popping out. I'm like, he's not a singer. I don't know why production, the cast, casting wanted him to be in this musical so bad. Anyway, so I love this. I love the concept of the story. I love Meryl Streep. Yeah. And I yeah. love Colin Firth. I would die for Colin Firth. <laughs> Him yeah. and Jim Curry are probably like the two actors I would like take a bullet for. <laughs> <laughs> no one's asking. If you they're to, hearing this, hire me as a bodyguard. I will literally <laughs> throw it all away. <laughs> And I think, like, I just love, like, the Grease, like, setting, and just, it's such, like, and yeah, it's bad, like, it's just not good. <laughs> um, <laughs> there are just so many moments where I'm like, you could have done better. You could have just had a better cast, because I feel yeah. like, besides Colin, I mean, Colin's not a great singer, like, I'm not saying he is, but Colin he's is perfect. He could Colin, be Colin's wrong. perfect. He's just an alternative talent when it comes to singing. Um, <laughs> Um, but, like, if you kept, I mean, even Amanda Seyfried, like, she was, like, she's good. Yeah. Uh, so, if they got, like, those three and replaced the rest of the cast with, like, better singers, probably would have been, like, a way better production. It's still corny. It's still, like, weird. But I kind of love that, like, they attempted, it was, like, one of the first, in my opinion, one of the first attempts to, like, take a popular band and take all their music and like sew it together into a story. Because they do that with Green Day. They've done it with um, Rock Jersey of Ages. Yeah. They did Jersey Boys with uh, Jersey Boys. What's his face? I don't know. I don't know either. Um, <laughs> four Seasons. Um, because it's animated, but I'm going to drop it anyways because it's relevant to this conversation. Nomeo and Juliet. Flawless film. That is a good movie. I've and never seen they, it. It all, does not count in this uh, I know, I know, I know, I know that's what, that's what I'm saying, but they flawlessly um, cover, like, Elton John songs. Yeah. And mm. it's really good. So, it doesn't count, but we had to drop it anyways. We got Across the Universe, which is, like, Beatles. Um, hmm. I never saw that. <clears throat> it's been done. But yeah, Mamma Mia, I think, is the most mainstream. <clears throat> yeah. 
So it's like one of like the more popular attempts at doing that. Um, so what did I you just, think of the second one? Oh, here we go again. <laughs> it may or may not also be on my list. No, um, no. <laughs> so I think Mama Mia, here we go again. I hate, the, this time it's like, I hate the story, but I love that they pulled like more obscure ABBA songs. And they mm. did Waterloo. Like Waterloo was like literally their first hit because that's what they won Eurovision with yeah. in like 1976 or something like that. They won Eurovision doing Waterloo. They didn't do it in the first one. So I was like, that's kind of a ripoff. Waterloo is one of my favorite songs. And then they did it in the second one. And I was like, and it was like baby Colin Firth, like his younger character or whatever, singing Waterloo. So I was like, <laughs> you and I saw it together, I think. Yeah, we, we did. see Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again together. Yeah. I think the story was dumb, but again, I just love ABBA music and I love Colin Firth. So I was like, I'm Colin Firth was the best part of that movie. Like, yeah, he saved that movie. He carried the whole thing on he his did. back. He did. <laughs> if he was not in it, then that movie would just be complete trash. The one it thing I did is, like about but... Here We Go Again was kind of like the the story about young Meryl Streep, like Lily James, like as I forget the mom's name. Um, but as like young Meryl Streep, um, I liked that part. Like that's where you got more of the more obscure ABBA songs was when she was singing. And I think she's so beautiful and so talented. I was like, I was here for her part mm. of the movie, like the present day stuff. I was like, I don't need any of this. If they had just give me a whole musical about like what happened before the original Mamma Mia, I would have been way more satisfied. But they kept like, they were just like pulling at like, straws basically to make like the modern part of the story fit and then Cher shows I love Cher but like Cher showed up <laughs> in nowhere and she was like supposed to <laughs> so in the first sorry like this is gonna turn into a Mamma Mia um podcast for a hot second <laughs> so in the first Mamma Mia they were explaining how like her mom was like super religious and like kicked her out and that's how she ended up in Greece like when she found out well, she was like traveling the world or whatever. She like visited Greece, loved it. But then when she found out she was pregnant, she was like sent, like she was like kicked out and she like went to Greece. So there's a lot of continuity errors in like the second one because like Cher is like Cher. I'm like, there's no way that this like sexy pop star, like, you know, singing fucking Fernando to this like random guy in the corner of this bar. She is like a hyper-religious, like get out of my house if you're pregnant yeah. because that's a sin person really seem like Cher's brand yeah I was expecting like if they're gonna hire or like cast anybody to be her mom based on the description from the first Mamma Mia it would be like Judy Dench or something Helen, Helen Mirren She'd be great. Helen or Helen Mirren like somebody with like who's like more like severe yeah but like amazing. still hot <laughs> but hot <laughs> yeah hot but like severe <laughs> and like could really bring that element to life because I thought that was very interesting it's like well she had to start this whole new life because like no family support she decided to just like up and go to Greece and live her best life with her child I'm like that sounds like fun sounds terrible but it sounds like fun so yeah I have a lot of feelings about my (laughs) (laughs) all right me okay um is this your last one no I have two more Oh. Hmm. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Suspicious. <laughs> I'm going to choose The Wizard of Oz. Interesting. Not because interesting. it's like, I mean, it's just a classic. Like I feel like I feel like I have to I have to include some of the the older classics in my I mean, list yeah. just to represent, you know? Um, and this one is like super revolutionary film when it came out because of its use of color. We got Judy Garland. She's got to represent at some point in this list. She's just, you know, in everything and just a staple of, of musical film, musical theater, film history in general. Yeah. When I first saw Wizard of Oz, I was probably like five years old and it terrified me. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it made me really sad because, like, at the end, you know, when she, the wizard, like, takes off from the balloon and, like, you think she can't go home. I remember running out of the other room, like, over, my mom was in the other room, like, doing whatever. And 
I run in and I was like crying. I was like, she can't go home. The wizard left. He's not there. She can't go home. My mom was like, go back and watch the rest of the movie. She was like, go and finish it. So of course I walk in just in time. She's like clicking her heels and she's yeah. like, there's no place like home. And I was like, oh my God. Uh, but it's Kathleen's like, like why did I raise such an idiot? <laughs> And my mom's like, you ever heard a follow through kid? Like you gotta finish it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's my fourth choice. I'm sticking to it. Next, we've got Madeline. This is your fourth Excuse choice, me. right? Oh boy. Correct. Um, let's see. Okay, I'm gonna go with cabaret then because I was stupid and picked. <laughs> For less earlier, I'm singing with Cabaret. For real, Cabaret. I love Liza Minnelli. <laughs> Liza Minnelli is in Cabaret. She is fantastic. I think I model a lot of my personality after Liza Minnelli sometimes. It's a little disturbing. Um, you know what I learned about Cabaret? Hmm. Um, like, Liza was in the first, like, film of it, but the first, um, oh, what is the name? Sally? The first Sally mm-hmm. was Judy Dench. And really? Yeah, and apparently, like, her performance of it was just, like, so original and, like, so perfect for Sally. I mean, I've never seen her performance, so I can't valid- validate this. But, like, that's what I've heard, that she was just, like, absolutely perfect for Sally. And then Liza took it and was also perfect for Sally, but, hmm. yeah, fun fact. Interesting. Yeah, I, I just really like Cabaret. I think it's just so fun. And again, I love Liza. I'm sure Judy Dench would have been amazing as Sally, but she's Eliza's got my heart as far as Cabaret is concerned. So that is that is what I have to say about that. <laughs> so we each have one more, correct? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. All right, down to our last three. Oh God. Let's see. I'm nervous. Katie. Yum. Ooh. Okay. Bring it home. Um, I saved my most problematic for the last, uh, <laughs> trying to choose between, um, the two. Um, I think I'm going to go with Hairspray, the- Damn, damn you, damn you, <laughs> damn you. Interesting. The 2007 production of Hairspray. It's just so much fun. Like, it's just such a fun musical problematic very heavy on the white savior but <laughs> it's really it's just really fun and zach efron is in it and he's mm-hmm. got queen latifah queen latifah like yeah John Travolta. I, I, love, I just love the cast for it i feel like they cast it really walken. well yeah no, i was gonna say christopher walken fantastic <laughs> choice yeah um, phil pfeiffer like phil i could pfeiffer. go on and on oh so i just really enjoy and like i live in baltimore so um Every once in a while, you have to listen to Good Morning Baltimore. It's just, mm. it's really nice. I love that musical. Yeah, that's another staple of, I think, our, our childhood. Um, it came into our lives at the perfect time of, like, middle school. And, you know, Zac Efron was, like, the guy. So, yeah. see him in this, in this, another, another movie musical that wasn't High School Musical. Um, yeah. He's only done a couple, right? He's he did hairspray. He did like the Greatest Showman, and that was like really all the. Oh yeah, I forgot he did. In that, Um. (laughs) I've never seen the Greatest Showman. I just know he's in it. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. Um, the the music in the Greatest Showman slaps, but (laughs) it's a a, not a great movie. I'll say that. Uh, Also problematic. Yes. (laughs) But yeah, hairspray. That was gonna be my next choice. So. Oh. <laughs> I do like Hairspray. It's not on my list, but yeah, I think I think there's a couple. I think for Hairspray, the only songs that I really felt were like like bops were um, Welcome to the 60s mm-hmm. and then the last song. Um, you can't the stop world the beat. keeps spinning round and... Yeah, that one. Um, yeah. I was like, I can't remember the name. Um, I can only remember the entire song. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can only remember the whole song from starting. Take it away, Madeline. <laughs> Key changes and everything. Um, <laughs> give me a beat. No. Um, yeah. So I think the rest of it. Yeah, I think it was like definitely very heavy on like the white saviorness. Not that I really thought about that as a kid, but rewatching it, you're right. You're like, 
Hmm. <laughs> it's just like it oversimplifies the problem. <laughs> um, and then it's like, we're all fine and happy because we can dance together. And you're like, no. But it is, it is fun. It is cute. And I love James Marsden as the little host. Yeah. Um, he was fun. And then he started. And Amanda doing, like, Bynes was in it too. It's just a great cast. Yeah, I forgot about Amanda Bynes. All of them. All right. So Second to last. Let's go. Madeline. Yay! <laughs> okay. Hmm. <laughs> Mama Mia too, just to spite you guys. <laughs> um. It's <laughs> <be> so tragic. <laughs> I have like the worst list. Um. Okay, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do rent. Ugh. Uh, all right. Okay. Tell I know. More. I'm really picking like bad <laughs> movies, but they're great musical yeah like my my approach to it where it's like yeah it's not a great movie but I still get emotional like when I listen to the soundtrack of like even the movie soundtrack like the I think my favorite song is um like the saddest one which is the I'll cover you reprise Mm -hmm. reprise I don't know how to say the word um and it's like so sad, but it's like so beautiful. And I, the thing I love about Rent, which I, which all musicals do, but I love it the most in Rent, is when they like overlap, like past songs, like mm-hmm. into the current songs. They have like the, you know, they have like the lyrics and like the beats. So like one song, and they're singing about something else, and it's just like it all overlaps, and it's like gives you those like chills that you get when you listen to like a really good song, like all the way up to like the top of your skull. Um, that's how I feel every time I listen to Rent. Like, no matter what. Now, the movie itself, (laughs) hot dumpster fire. But it's funny because I think a lot of the people that were in the movie were actually in the stage production. Mm -hmm. Which is so funny because I've seen the recorded stage production. Flawless. Hot fire. Like, not dumpster fire, but like, hot fire. Um... (laughs) But then, yeah, then they transfer the fire into a dumpster and they call it a film. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so I just have so many feelings about Rent. It does also oversimplify, like, a problem of, you know, classism and, like, the HIV epidemic and, like, you know, the whole bohemian lifestyle that existed in New York and still exists in New York as far as I'm concerned. I don't know much about it. I'm just going based off my knowledge of Rent. Um, <laughs> but it does, like, I mean, a lot of shows do that, though. They oversimplify issues, but at least in a way, they're kind of, like, making you think about that. Like, I thought about Rent a lot. Like, the concept of, like, somebody coming in to, like, I, I'm, what I'm assuming is, like, the concept of, like, a rent-controlled apartment building, even though technically they weren't paying rent in the movie or in the show. And, like, just like turning it on turning that on their head and like oh you have to pay like all of last year's like rent and this year and it's going to increase and like shit like that like I would react the same way that these people are reacting but the problem goes beyond that one isolated scenario you know what I mean so it was one of those movies where I thought about a lot of things like I thought about like HIV epidemic and I thought about like the relationship between Angel and the other guy I forget his name right now it's Um, I'm lost. And then, like, even Mimi, like, I didn't really care for her character, but, like, like, all of them, like, had their own individual problems. They're very complex characters, and it came to life really well in the show, but the movie, flat, just fell flat. So, I love Rand. (laughs) (laughs) You're so good at describing your movies. I feel like I was, like, hairspray. I like to dance. I love it. <laughs> I live in Baltimore. And that's like, rambling. <laughs> I guess I'm the last pick. Pick the name. Make sure it's yours. Yeah, it's me. It is. I see it. No. It's Marley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to decide if I want to go in like a very obscure direction or if I want to go in like a class. Because there's still lots of like classic movie musicals. No, absolutely. That- it was hard to narrow it down to five. And all of my, like, top ones have already been taken. So I think I'm going to go a mix between sentimental and, like, nostalgic and, like, just obscure. So I'm going to go with Enchanted. 
Oh, absolutely. Oh, 100%. Like, on, that's on my list. That's one of my backups. Really? Oh, I completely so forgot about like all live action Disney musicals. Like I've seen so many, but I just, they just like were completely, because I, I literally to do this, I Googled like movie musical. Yeah. <laughs> so I think when I Googled that, it was taking like stage productions mm. that were made into movies. And that's what I based my list on primarily. Um. So, yeah, I completely forgot about, like, all, like, the fantastic films that are musicals. <laughs> <laughs> like, we just have a fantastic cast. We've got mm-hmm. Sarah Sarandon as oh, Sarah Sarandon. Like, evil queen. And so hamming it up the whole time, you know. Uh, OG, like, movie musical performer from Rocky Horror. So now the, like, evil villain in this Disney musical. We've got Academy Award winner slash nominee I don't know if she's actually won Amy Adams she's like so serious now but like I know her from Enchanted so yeah talk like, about range like, man. yeah talk about range mm. it's just great it's just the music's fun it's it's you know like a cartoon come to life literally um <laughs> yeah I think the one thing I appreciate about the movie though is that <laughs> I don't think Patrick Dempsey sang the whole time no he didn't and I kind of liked that. Yeah. There wasn't some like stupid, gooey, like romantic song, like duet or whatever between the two of them. And I don't it's know. Like, I don't know. Character. You can sing. So I was just like, like that's definitely pe- just for me. Like, yeah. So the only people that sang were from the cartoon world. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Did Susan Sarandon sing? I don't remember. It's so bad. It's my, it's my did. choice, but I don't remember. I think it was just, like, Amy Adams, the ensemble, and then, like, James Marsden. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, way to carry a musical with, like, only two people, two main people singing. That's pretty dope. And Idina doesn't even sing. No, she doesn't. Such a waste. Such a waste. Does she sing that? Because I feel like, um, oh, what's her name? There's, like, the ending song, but I think it's by someone who's not even in the movie. I think it's by Carrie Underwood. Like the yeah. like finale song or whatever. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's it's weird. They have all these super talented musical theater people in this movie that don't even really get to shine. Yeah, they didn't even need them because it's so no. good. No. Yeah. But yeah, so how do we all feel about our respective lists? Can you like go through your list so that we just know what, what everybody oh. has? Oh god. I had hairspray fantastic and then Hedvig and the Angry Inch, My Fair Lady, Little Shop of Horrors, and Phantom of the Opera. Yes mm, solid. Yeah. I'd say that's solid. I think it's a solid list. I feel like it could take it could take that's down at least one. list so that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> my superb collection of musicals is as follows. Um, Rocky Horror Picture Show, Burlesque, Mamma Mia, Cabaret, and Rent. Mm. And I stand by all of those choices. <laughs> Very, like, campy list, I'd say. Yeah, but why not? <laughs> On brand. It's, On brand. It's a solid list, too. Um, okay, so my list, Chicago, Sound of Music, Moulin Rouge, The Wizard of Oz, and Enchanted. Mm. I'm still so upset about Moulin Rouge. <laughs> I'm still so butthurt about Moulin Rouge. Should have been your first pick. That is a good musical. I know, but I was so worried about Rocky Horror. Yeah. I was so worried about Rocky Horror um, that I had to, like, snatch that hoe first, so. <laughs> I did put another hot take as a backup. Okay. Mm. What, what are your backups? Well, you know Mamma Mia too. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> and then I also had uh, Les Mis. Oh, oh, no. oh, I really did. <sighs> I mean... I get it. Like, I think it's Anne Hathaway. Connection. Incredible. It's technically good. Like the, I don't even. I wouldn't even say it's technically good. Like it. It shot like a really bad music video. Like it's supposed to be this really grand, big, epic. Sorry, I'm like shitting on this on, on your choice, but like it's supposed <laughs> it's to be a backup. Like, it's fine. <laughs> it's it is this, a backup. Like, big grand, epic, like revolutionary story. But all of the shots are very 
up close and like there's no room to breathe. Well, you got to see all the, like, sadness in Anne Hathaway's face. I know, but we get enough of that. But, like, on some of the bigger songs, like, ABC could have been (laughs) We could have been closer. (laughs) It could have been just her mouth. (laughs) And she still would have won an Oscar. Did she win an Oscar? (laughs) Yeah, she did. She did. Yeah. Uh, But, like, songs like ABC Cafe and, like, One Day More, it's just, it's supposed to be this big, like, super dramatic, epic song. And it's just, like, super close-up on everybody's face. You don't really get to feel the epicness of it. It's just, like, hopping from one close-up to the next. It's like, ugh, okay. I really had a soft spot for Eddie Redmayne. Like, I, I did, know too. His, I did like, too. voice, like, wasn't the strongest. But then again, he was, like, like Russell Crowe is there. And you're just like... <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're fine, boo-boo. Like, Russell Crowe's there to take the fall for bad singers. Like, <laughs> oh, I rewatched it recently. And, like, when he falls off the thing... <laughs> So sad. Oh. I think the sound effect for that was so bad. It was like, you crunch. Like. Oh, God. It just like cracked a bunch of celery into the microphone. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> Somebody was nama on a carrot, and like the sound guys were like, come Keep here. That in. <laughs> this is That's good. This is, we're Keep gonna, chewing as I hold this microphone to your mouth. You're going to win best sound mixing. Just you watch. are currently chewing Russell Crowe's death. Um, <laughs> you are revolutionary to this film um yeah I think it's again I think it's me thinking about the musical and how much I loved the musical and like the music in the show and then I'm like yeah like the movie I think it's like of my of my selections like technical wise if I were to hazard a guess it was probably the best one but yeah, left a, left a lot to be desired, but it'd be like that, I guess. I'm just, like, super petty against Les Mis because people like to say that it's better than Phantom of the Opera, and I'm just like, no, that is no. wrong. That's incorrect, and um, I will I will die on this hill, so. <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but I'm, I'm like, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't go to battle for, like, no offense, I wouldn't go to battle for either. Like, I'm not gonna be like, oh, Les Mis is way better than Phantom, I just, like, don't feel the need to compare them, you know You would just mean? go to battle for cats? I would go, yes. No. <laughs> I haven't seen cats, so y'all are lucky I haven't seen it. <laughs> Otherwise, this would have been the cats podcast. Um, <laughs> and, like, the description of this episode would be, like, Madeline commandeers this to talk about Mamma Mia and cats. <laughs> no one else gets a word in edgewise. <laughs> gets the most listens of any episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Katie, what are your, your backups? Oh, um, honestly, I got a hot take backup. Um, Labyrinth. Labyrinth. The, I've never seen Labyrinth, so I think David it? Bowie. No, have you seen it? Labyrinth. David Bowie. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's David Bowie. It's Muppets, and it's the mid-'80s. What else could you want? It's so good. I mean, if you want to, like, to have the closest – closest experience to doing drugs without actually doing drugs watch the labyrinth it's so good is it the labyrinth or just labyrinth i think it's just labyrinth i thought it was the labyrinth hold on let's look this up i think it's just labyrinth. google i'm looking at it right now it's labyrinth man that wig mm. ah darn you're right it is labyrinth anyway it's a great film everyone should watch it um yeah you'll come out the other side a I don't know it. if it's like a solid musical, but it is a musical and I love it. So any other uh backups for you, Katie? Oh, I put Annie on here just for Tim Curry. Annie. Mm. Yeah. 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 Annie's a good one. It's a cute one and Tim Curry's in it. That was my uh I think my first movie I ever saw with Tim Curry. Yeah. And he was just such a good villain. Yeah. Um it was either that or like Muppet Treasure Island. <laughs> Oh, that's true. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I didn't put it on here. I mean, I guess Labyrinth has Muppets in it, but it's not like Muppet Muppet, you know? Um, But I I wanted to put like the Great Muppet Caper or... Muppet, uh, Muppets Take Manhattan is Muppets Take Manhattan. So Uh, that's I'm a, we're a Muppet family. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how many times I can say the word Muppet on this podcast before you cut it out. There's a Muppet counter. (laughs) We but, cut you uh, out as soon as you reach the max. Yeah. 
we won't match is five and i've passed it already yeah um, yeah you're just talking to yourself good music yeah muppet muppet's take manhattan is my back one of my backups Um, oh Hmm. it's a a whole musical it's like literally there's a musical at the end of the movie so like a stage (laughs) musical at the end of the movie i also really um i was gonna put the 1997 cinderella um okay on my list with brandy it's just such a diverse cast um Mm -hmm. it's like i'm pretty sure it's the classic rogers and hammerstein Mm -hmm. um so that's perfect and then we got whitney houston so whitney houston as a fairy godmother perfect it makes a lot of we don't talk about this movie enough i think we i think we're gonna go watch it now that we're once we get off i'm gonna be like "Hmm, you know what i need to watch Brandy. So good. I, I guess like West Side Story, Grease, mm. um, Willy Wonka, <gasps> Singing in the Rain. Oh, Willy Wonka was one of my backups. I about that as a musical, but I, it is. Yeah. Hero I would Charlie say the worst song. Wait, what'd you say? Hear Up Charlie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's Charlie. a terrible scene. It's literally like, 10 minutes of her like stirring laundry and like. Him walking no, through like the rain. stalking her son. Oh, yeah. He's walking around in the dark, and she's like, why are you in the dark? Cheer up. And I mean, the, the audience best song like, from that oh. is World of uh, Imagination. Imagination. We've got Singing in the Rain. We've got Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. Got newer ones like The Greatest Showman and La La Land. Um, <laughs> <laughs> into the Woods. <laughs> I had to watch ah! it. Ah. The only good part of that is, uh, what's the name? Chris Pine singing. Oh, yeah. the oh, and they're like ripping their shirts off. Yeah. And they're like, agony. Hey, agony. It's <laughs> a, a great song. It was like almost too confusing for me to enjoy it though, because I was like, what's going on? And they're like, you know, tearing their shirts open or whatever. They're like, I'm in pain because I'm in love or whatever. And I'm just like, they're just compa- they're saying whose life is worse. Um, yeah <laughs> into the woods is an awesome musical like i really the stage production is like great and sondheim of course great but i was really bummed out that i didn't enjoy the movie well the movie it's like yeah, i didn't it like works on the stage because there's like an act one and an act two but they're two yeah. completely like different stories really yeah they are um it doesn't really work in the movie because the one arc ends and you're like all right that's the end of the movie and then a whole other movie starts right. and you're like oh this is like a three-hour movie yeah i think that's why i partially didn't like it was because i didn't think it was very cohesive yeah um yeah no i just didn't i wasn't a big fan but probably the stage production is much better suited for audiences to enjoy I think uh, another honorable mention was uh, Ben Noms and Broomsticks. Oh, it's obscure, yes. but it's great. Mm. Never heard of it. Snaps. It's uh, Angela Lansbury. Um, oh, love her. Yeah. And the dad from Mary Poppins. Um, and witchcraft. And witchcraft, yeah. There's animated so animals. Uh, Imagine, there's, it's World War II. The there's Nazis. escape London. Oh, man. Go to the countryside. And they go to live with a witch. And they travel around on a enchanted bed. Um, <laughs> there's animation in this film, and it's great. A mixture between like, the Lion, and the Witch, animation. and the Wardrobe, and Mary Poppins. It's like a mix between those two. Um, Which you didn't know you wanted, but it's good. It's good stuff. Yeah, hmm. It is good. Yeah, so uh, that was our movie musical draft. Is everyone happy with their lists? I mean, I guess we'll see how many people drag me in the comments, but... Uh, I'm ready. I'm going to be making a bunch of anonymous <laughs> accounts and just going down on Katie. <laughs> Katie has hairspray on her on her list. She's such a bigot. Like, I can't even. I mean. Ooh, she's from Baltimore. She thinks she's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun movie, guys. <laughs> well, I guess we can wrap it up here. I, I, I'm going to plug the podcast because I feel like at the end of every episode, we don't even say, like, where people can find us. So we're we're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on YouTube, we're on Google Podcasts. Um, You can find us on Instagram at at another picture show and on Twitter at at another pick pod. There's literally no excuse for you not to follow them at this point. Like we're having a great time. You're unstoppable at this point. (laughs) 
So hopefully Katie will come back on at some point and do another bonus episode or a movie review with us uh, if she feels so inclined. But otherwise, um, say goodbye to her forever. Oh. (laughs) Okay, goodbye. Well, Katie, considering you're not always in the sphere of my podcast life, I will never speak to you again until you come back on the podcast. So This is fair. Stay safe. Stay safe out in these streets. Okay, I'll, I'll just go now. That's, Bye. that's all I got for you. <laughs> Thanks for having me. All right, see you next Bye. time. Bye.